Welcome to Building a Praying Church in partnership with the Bridge Church in Portage, Michigan and the Woodworker and Wife podcast. We are hosting a podcast series about prayer with the intention of helping to build a culture of prayer in the home, church, and community. Your hosts are Dan and Bethany Myers. Dan is currently serving as a prayer and kingdom culture intern at the Bridge this fall and owns DSM Woodwork, a custom cabinet and furniture shop in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Bethany is a stay-at-home mom, homeschooler, and a leader in the women's ministry and mom group at The Bridge. We've been married for over eight and a half years and have three daughters and one son. We reside in Vicksburg, Michigan. Hello, Dan and Bethany here. In this exciting podcast series, we'll consider the power of prayer and how to pray as Christians. But before we discuss the varying types of prayers, like praises and adoration, confessing, healing, prophecy, etc., or even how to pray, we need to start with God. In our first episode, we define prayer as personal communication with God. This time, we'll consider who God is and why we should pray to him. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Genesis 1, 1 through 2. So the creation of the heavens and the earth and everything in them was completed. On the seventh day, God finished his work of creation. So he rested from all his work. And God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy, because it was the day when he rested from all his work of creation. Genesis 2, 1 through 3. First of all, as a creative and business owner, it can be challenging to take time for rest. Yet, if God is able to rest from his work of creation, I should be able to rest as well. This is why I try to not work on our woodworking business on the weekends. Weekends are meant for resting, family time, and other creative or recreational outlets. I guess you would call those a hobby, but (laughs) I'm not sure what that is. Not to mention, as someone with an autoimmune disease, rest is necessary, and I found that I need to submit to that need. Mm. Also, creation does not end after the sixth day. Remember, man and woman were blessed and instructed to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. We're good at that. Yes, we are. (laughs) Genesis 1.28. (laughs) (laughs) We have myriad examples of God's character in Scripture. But even then, we cannot fully know who God is. He is so much more than we could ever be, more than we could dream of being. But when we look around at his creation, we see and recognize his abilities, his countless character attributes. In these passages of Genesis, God is creator. Wayne Grudem describes the existence of God in systematic theology. All persons everywhere have a deep inner sense that God exists, that they are his creatures, and that he is their creator. Paul says that even Gentile unbelievers knew God, but did not honor him as God or give thanks to him. Romans 1.21 And just before this, in Romans 1.18-20, Paul wrote, They know the truth about God because he has made it obvious to them. For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and sky. Through everything God made, they can clearly see his invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature. Grudem continues and says, In the life of a Christian, this inner awareness of God becomes stronger and more distinct. 
We begin to know God as our loving Father in heaven. The Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirits that we are children of God. And we come to know Jesus Christ living within our hearts. The intensity of this awareness for a Christian is such that though we have not seen our Lord Jesus Christ, we indeed love him. Additionally, clear evidence of God is seen in scripture and nature. In fact, the Bible everywhere assumes that God exists. You see, Genesis 1 starts out by telling us what God has done. It does not begin by presenting evidence of his existence. Rather, in the beginning, God created. It's a matter of fact. From the sun, stars, and clouds in the sky to the water cycle that we learned about in middle or high school science class, or the individuality of a snowflake, or the vast variety of maple species. All of them. (laughs) Like hard maple, soft maple, bird's eye maple, curly maple, wormy maple, curly wormy maple, tiger maple, sugar maple, spalted maple. Or the electricity in a thunderstorm, or how the earth quakes when tectonic plates pull apart or slide past each other. Or the fog, because I love the fog. How it rolls in, how it dangles over things and sits in low-lying areas, and just beauty and mysterious. Yeah. These evidences in nature are all valid proofs for the existence of God. Further examples and evidence are innumerable. Like God's attributes, they are vast and beyond measure, yet the ones we can see drop our jaws in moments of adoration. This is the God we serve, the God who loves us, the God who deserves our praise. How can we not praise him? How can we not pray to him? In our next episode, we'll dive into more of who God is by examining his character and attributes. For now, we'll end this episode in a prayer. Father in heaven, thank you. Thank you for creating us in your image. Thank you for creating everything around us. Bless our listeners today. Lord, I ask that each person would know you personally and deeply, not surface level, but deeply, that in our hearts we would know that you are God, the God of the heavens, the God of the universe, the God who created us and everything around us. Amen. Thank you for listening. We hope you found today's topic fruitful and encouraging. We'll be sure to provide a link in the show notes for this episode's transcripts and any links or resources we mentioned. Every week at the bridge, we join on Wednesday mornings at 6.30 a.m. for our weekly prayer meeting. The Holy Spirit is moving strongly, and we invite you to come check it out.